0: You are listening to ReachMD, XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Today, we are going to talk about new and interesting research in women's medicine. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am Dr. Renee Matthews, your host, and with me today is Dr. Victoria Jennings. Dr. Victoria Jennings is the director of Georgetown University's Institute for Reproductive Health. She has more than 20 years' experience in the international family planning and reproductive health fields. In addition to directing the Institute for Reproductive Health, she is a professor at the Georgetown University Medical Center. Dr. Jennings, welcome to our program.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Now, Dr. Jennings, you have done research on a very interesting uh, new methods of family planning that I know our listeners would love to hear about. Can you please tell us a little about that, about how you got into this line of research in particular, and then you could tell them about the uh, methods?
1: Certainly. Uh, I would be glad to. In terms of, of how I got into this line of research, I think every researcher says, how in the world did I get into this line of research? <laughs> what was I thinking? But in reality, I think that I've always been driven by a desire to expand options for women and to improve women's health and really fertility awareness-based methods which is what we are primarily working on at the Georgetown University Institute for Reproductive Health, has just been an excellent way for us to be able to do that. So I suppose that's really how I got into it in the first place. In terms of what we are are researching, there are really two primary fertility awareness-based methods that we have been working on at the Institute for Reproductive Health. One is called the Standard Days Method, and it is used with cycle beads, which is a visual tool that helps women use that method. It is a method that works well for women with menstrual cycles between 26 and 32 days long, and it identifies days 8 through 19 of the cycle as the days in which a woman is most likely to become pregnant. The other method that we have been working on more recently is called the two-day method, and it's a method that relies on the woman being able to notice the presence or absence of cervical secretions, which indicate her fertile days. So in the case of both of those methods, well, let me begin with the research that we started with, with the standard days method. The standard days method is the is the method that, with which we have the most experience. So I have actually quite a lot I can tell you about it. In terms of its scientific basis, which was very important to us as we were developing and testing it, the standard days method is based on two statistical probabilities, First is the probability of the timing of ovulation during the menstrual cycle. So in in analyzing data sets from the World Health Organization and other sources, we found that about 95% of ovulations take place at the midpoint of the menstrual cycle or within three days before or after midpoint, particularly for women with cycles between 26 and 32 days long. Then we considered the probability of pregnancy from intercourse on days in relation to ovulation, and found that studies have shown that there is really a so-called fertile window, that is, several days during the menstrual cycle in which pregnancy is possible. So if a woman has intercourse approximately five days before ovulation, she has about a 5% chance of becoming pregnant that cycle. And this probability increases to about 30% the two days before she ovulates because of the viable lifespan of the sperm. Then beginning when she ovulates, it's possible for her to become pregnant if she has intercourse only within the next 12 to 24 hours, given the relatively short lifespan of the ovum. So in our research, we combined evidence from these two probabilities, and we created a computer model, which we applied to several thousand well-characterized menstrual cycles from women in several countries around the world. And we found that for women with cycles between 26 and 32 days long, the fertile window falls between days 8 and 19. So the standard days method was born. We then conducted a standard contraceptive trial of the method using internationally accepted standards for design and analysis. And we found that the standard days method is more than 95% effective in preventing pregnancy with correct use. And in the trial, women used the method correctly in about 97% of cycles. Okay. There are several other really interesting things that we've learned from our studies. One is that the main reason that most women choose the standard-based method is because it's natural. It doesn't have any side effects, and people like the fact that it doesn't contain hormones or require anything to be inserted into their bodies. Interestingly, that preference seems to apply around the world in all different kinds of settings in which we have, have conducted these studies, in the United States, in the Philippines, in India, in several countries in Africa, in Latin America... It's just something that's very interesting. Another thing that we've learned is that cycle beads are very important for learning and using the standard-based method and that with cycle beads, most women are able to learn to use this method correctly in less than 15 minutes. Another interesting thing that we've learned is, is really the importance of the woman being able to communicate well with her partner in order to be able to use this method successfully it's very important that she be able to communicate with him about things such as whether or not they want a pregnancy whether she's fertile on that particular day and other kinds of issues about sexual behavior again while we were initially very concerned that this might be something that would be very difficult for people particularly in a number of developing countries What we have found is that while certainly these are not methods that can be used by just anybody, there really does need to be that level of communication, it is something that is very achievable in a wide variety of settings.
0: You're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I am Dr. Renee Matthews, and I'm speaking with Dr. Victoria Jennings, and we are discussing current research in women's health. If you could please explain the two-day method and the research involved in that method.
1: Certainly. The two-day method um, is a little bit more recent for us. So most of the the research that we have conducted is really around the efficacy and acceptability of the two-day method. The two-day method is based on the presence or absence of cervical secretions. As, As I'm sure your listeners are aware, a woman's cervical secretions change according to a certain pattern over the course of her menstrual cycle. This is based on hormonal changes that also occur during the cycle. So in, in developing the TODAY method, we again looked at a number of data sets uh, that included a lot of information about menstrual cycles, and we determined, uh, according to the models that we developed, that if a woman had secretions of any kind on a given day of her cycle or if she had secretions of Any kind on the prior day of her cycle, she should consider herself fertile that day. So essentially, we then went forward and uh, conducted a clinical trial according to the internationally ascribed clinical standards, and we found that the two day method was approximately 96% effective uh, when used correctly.
0: Now, you know, you had mentioned that your research, a lot of it has been overseas. Were you researching the two-day method, or was it the standard days method? Both of them. Okay. Overseas, yes. Okay. If you could explain some of that research, I'm sure my listeners would find that very fascinating.
1: When we were conducting the efficacy study of the two-day method, we were working in Peru, we were working in Guatemala, and we were working in the Philippines. Now, these are quite different countries, as you might imagine, and the research itself was very interesting and a challenge, but in a sense, very, very rewarding to conduct. We worked directly with healthcare care providers and researchers in those countries. Uh, the healthcare care providers were the ones who were routinely offering family planning care to women in those communities. They were then trained to offer the two-day method or the standard days method, depending on, on which of the methods we were researching. And they simply offered it routinely to women in their care, and we followed those women up to 13 cycles of use to determine how they were using the method, how well the method worked for them, what their experience was with the method, how their partner felt about the method, um, whether they were intending to continue to use the method, et cetera. So we have a significant amount of information from those countries with regard to both the standard days method and the two-day method. Of course, with regard to the standard days method, we have conducted uh, research in a wide number of other countries as well. For example, in India, in the Philippines, um, in Rwanda, Congo, and Madagascar, we have looked at the reasons that people have chosen to use the standard days method. We have looked at the kinds of information that make it easier for them to learn and use this method. We have looked at the ways information can be uh, distributed in a community to help inform people about these methods. So we've really looked at a variety of things. Another thing that we have looked at that your listeners might find interesting, what we find with fertility awareness-based methods is that they really bring new people to family planning. That is to say that most of the people who choose to use a fertility awareness-based method are not currently using another method. It is not that they are, for example, using oral contraceptives and then they say, oh, now I'd like to use a fertility awareness-based method. Indeed, that happens. But in particularly in developing countries, the vast majority of women who choose to use a fertility awareness-based method have not previously used family planning. So we, we feel that we're able to offer something here that can be useful to people who would not otherwise be able to space pregnancies.
0: Um, If you could please tell us where could our listeners find out more information about these methods?
1: Probably the best source, the most comprehensive source at least, is uh, the Institute for Reproductive Health website, which is www.irh.org. On that website, they will find a number of resources. An example of, of one resource that I think many of your listeners might be interested in is an online training for which they can receive continuing medical education units in the standard days method.
0: How can our listeners use the Institute for Reproductive Health?
1: The Institute for Reproductive Health provides a number of resources that your listeners may find useful. For example, we have on our website, we have a lot of articles that have been published in peer-reviewed journals about fertility awareness- based methods, particularly about the standard-based method and the two-day method, many of these are available in full text or, uh, and all of them are available in abstract form. Your listeners could also find information that is appropriately formatted and uh, tested to be able to provide to their patients directly, just information that they can that they can download and give to their patients that would be very helpful in giving their patients information about how to use these methods about whether the methods are appropriate for them, etc. cetera. In addition, of course, there is the online training that many of your listeners may, may find interesting for the standard days method. In addition to that, of course, there are a number of training manuals, videos, and other kinds of resources that could be useful if, for example, if some of your listeners are teaching others, if they are teaching in a medical school or if they're teaching other healthcare professionals, about fertility awareness-based methods, they would have access to those materials on our website. All of them are simply downloadable, or they can contact us on the website for uh, additional information if they don't find what they want there.
0: I want to thank Dr. Victoria Jennings, who has been our guest, and we have been discussing current issues in women's health. I am Dr. Renee Matthews, and you have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.